Welcome to episode two of the Realize Today podcast. I'm super excited to be here with you guys. For now, I do not have an intro. And so, welcome to this episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the red pill movement. And it feels like an important topic to me. Um, I've seen it become really big, especially in in young men. I don't even quite know how to define what the red pill movement is. It's a mix of men's empowerment um, with a lot of what feels like misogyny. And it seems like it has come into our world in order to counteract feminism. And I see these this feminism and the red pill movement on opposite ends of a spectrum. And yeah, I think feminism obviously was much needed um, as, as that movement came into our world. And it seems to have pissed off a lot of men. And like any other movement or many other movements, it has it can sometimes take a form that may not be super beneficial to the world and i think that is there has been so many so many beautiful things brought into our world from feminism but like anything else it can go too far and it seems like some men have thought that it has gone too far in some areas and this red pill movement has seemed to come up and it feels like it is driven by anger and I hear some of the things from these red pill guys who who think that they figured it out and then they know it all and it feels a lot to me like they have a lot of wounds they have a lot of fear they have a lot of unfelt pain and I feel like the red pill movement is driven by that being in the men's space it feels like an important thing for me to talk about first thing i want to say is that men's work is not the red pill movement the red pill movement is not men's work and men's work goes so much deeper than that and i'm sure that there are some men's groups out there that are based in this men's empowerment that is misogynistic and that is a whole bunch of things that men's work is not. Men's work to me and in the communities I've been involved in and the groups that I've led has been about connecting with your true power through your heart, realizing what you're capable of, healing relationships with other men, showing up in deeper integrity, in deeper truth, and being able to express that truth, and many, many other things. It has to do with being vulnerable with our pain, feeling our pain, and showing up so we can be a better partner when we decide to enter relationship with a woman or whatever other gender that may be. It is not about putting women down. It is actually quite the opposite. 
And so I want to talk about how I discovered the red pill movement. It really hasn't been in my feed. And I know that our feeds on social media tend to feed us the things that we enjoy and that we engage with. And it becomes a little bit of an echo chamber. And so when I started Twitter six months ago, I ended up like the first place I ended up in was like this, this community. It was like all my feed. I don't even know how I got here, but it was a lot of young men who had this kind of like strong go, 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 like perspective and then you know i began to as i read more and more um heard a lot of misogyny from then and i was like what is this community and and there were all these young people wanting to like be copywriters and they seemed like they were like ages 16 to 20 years old and my reaction was just like whoa what is this little echo chamber over here and i have a few suspicions um my first suspicion is these are a lot of young men who have gone through Andrew Tate's program, which I don't really know too much about. I've heard a little bit about, but they're all about the hustle. They're all about writing. They're all about um, creating, you know, alternative sources of income online. Um, they're all about work, work, work. The only thing that matters is really money. Um, you know, make money, gain power, and women will want you then, women will respect you then. Um, and I, I see this pattern in like so many people that keep popping up in my Twitter feed. Another thing that I've noticed about this, this group of people, and these are just suspicions um, that I feel because I haven't met these people and I want to be clear about that. But it feels like this archetype is like young men that are searching for purpose. And how could you not be searching for purpose in this world? It is a world that has confused a lot of people. And there's been immense change over the last couple of decades in, in the world. And, and people are confused about um, what does it mean to be a good man? What, is it, what does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to be a man? Um, there seems to be a lot of debate around what that means. And it's honestly um, become a difficult question to answer. You hear a varied level of response to that question. And so, yeah, these, these young men lacking purpose. And, you know, they hear men like Andrew Tate um talk about that empowerment how you can create what you want to create um and grow make money and achieve what you want to achieve and escape the matrix you know that's the big thing escape the matrix and so this is so appealing to a lot of men without purpose um specifically young men and even men with purpose um i'll go on to talk about andrew tate in a little bit but i agree with a lot of what he says um there's just a lot of what he says that is also um, I don't agree with. And I shouldn't even say a lot. I would say um, there's a small portion of what he says that I believe is really misguided. 
um, which I will get into. But the other thing I want to say is like I've really um, when I first started to dive into these communities is there's a lot of animosity that has come into my emotional body. Um, just kind of like what like these people are preaching this and these kids are just growing up to be full of anger and hate and um, and resentment towards the world and the opposite gender and you know they're using this hate to fuel them and um, it's just a recipe for one not being happy fulfilled you know chasing that that hungry ghost and also you know preaching out more hate and more division more misogyny towards others and the opposite sex and so that has made me a little bit frustrated as you could imagine especially if you know me and what i've come to feel is the gratitude for what that movement has done for young men um it was hard for me to see at first but i just think of the alternative i think of young men there are so many young men in our world who are lonely who are depressed who are struggling to find purpose the suicide rates are still just going up people are going on medications to that that further numb them or becoming addicted to alcohol weed and and you know other numbing substances that aren't just for fun here and there now but becoming a part of their life and just numbing them from this experience and so i really think about that as the alternative and what would i rather see in the world young men full of purpose who i might judge to be a little bit misguided or the young man who is completely lost in the world depressed weak and continuing to obey their government daddy and it's nice to see some men rising up and eventually i just came back to deep trust that okay this movement is um, stirring up men in a way where they're becoming motivated they are standing up they are growing a spine to stand in what they believe in and it's good because that's something that's been lost among society um and you know men have gotten soft a little bit and it's really nice to see that you know especially young men are seemingly really motivated or at least there's this subset of the population that is rising up and feeling really motivated and ultimately i've come back into deep deep trust that these men eventually they're going to realize that what they're chasing is not going to fulfill them it's a lot of fun it's a lot of entertainment but it's not the thing you know essentially they are playing the wrong game and eventually they're going to have all that outward success they've accomplished the goals that they want they have the money they want they can use that money to sleep with women or do whatever they put on a pedestal as the thing that they're trying to do but they're going to realize that's not the game but 
at least that's going to be the game that leads them to the game. And so that is why I'm grateful for the red pill movement in a way. And I like to believe in powering stories. I believe that our stories in the world become our experience. And so there are so many contradicting stories that are all true. And the story that I'm going to see and I'm going to experience is going to be different from what someone else sees and experiences. And I see this on social media all the time. Just the other day, someone was commenting on my page, someone who I would probably um, put into this category of red pill followers um, or whatever you would call them. And he was complaining on my page. You know, I made a post about men and taking responsibility and um, worshiping money as like they're the only thing that matters. And his comment was about women. It was about women inspire that in men or women don't help to to make that not a thing in men. And, um, you know, I just wrote back a comment about being in your personal power. And it's like as soon as you point the finger at someone else, you give your power away. That's with anything all the time. And maybe it's in your in, in your you know, best interest to point the finger sometimes because you got to call some people out. But no matter what, it's giving away your power. And so I said that and he responded with, you know, how the world was being taken over by women and something about how, you know, when you sleep with women, like they're, you know, they have more power in the relationship. And like, you know, all I said was, that's not my experience. And it goes to show you how tied people can be to their stories and not realize that they have a choice to choose a different story and then experience a different thing choose the empowering stories that you want to experience and you will draw them closer towards you and so why do I feel like this red pill movement is misguided you know I know a lot of people are going to listen to this and be like you know, you don't know what you're talking about and the red pill movement, it's not what you think it is. And it's, um, there's a few reasons why I feel it's misguided. I feel I've talked to a lot of these men and I've read a lot of their work and it's not just something I've, you know, come across, but I've spent a lot of my time really diving in and doing my research about like, um, what stories are these guys perpetuating and selling and speaking and one of the things that i feel it is so fueled by anger it is there's so much anger in these men that is unfelt and so it's coming out in this way of like fuck the world i can do anything i you know i'm angry at the world so i am going to work my ass off to be the best that I can be. And it's great to be using that anger somewhere, but that anger needs to be felt at the same time. And when you feel the anger, oftentimes there's a lot of sadness behind the anger. And that progression of moving through anger 
to moving through the sadness and actually feeling your hurt behind there. That's a beautiful progression of healing and coming back to more love. And I feel like a lot of these men are just stuck in that anger phase and holding on to that anger and using it as fuel to spew, you know, more of this story and further drive anger in in other men. That is one of the reasons I feel like it is misguided. I don't think acting in anger is optimal by any sense of the word. When you haven't felt your pain, it comes out in shadowy ways. And I think that is exactly what we're seeing with the red pill community. Another observation I had about this community, I feel like it is men with very, very deep betrayal wounds. I feel their anger towards women. And I've, as a man who has deep betrayal wounds, even before I've been betrayed by a woman, you know, being a young child and watching movies where I was afraid of, not where I was afraid of, but watching movies where I saw a woman betraying a man, it would make me want to throw up. And I don't know where this comes from. Maybe some past life stuff, maybe some childhood stuff, but I've always had these deep, deep betrayal wounds. And as I've gone into them, yeah, there was a lot of anger towards the feminine that I've had to feel and I've had to work through. And so I feel like a lot of these men with betrayal wounds really want to lock women up and put them in their kitchen and keep them in the house. And I'm sure that they would put a fence up around the property if they could and really just keep that woman and try to control her because they're afraid of being hurt and they're angry at women and they're afraid of this happening. And so, yes, I'm making a lot of assumptions, but I feel this because it's a huge part of me too and stuff that I've had to work through over the last couple of years. And so now I I see it. I see it all over. The saddest piece of this is that you want women to respect and love you. You don't want women to fear you. And when you're having women who fear you and when you're dating women that fear you and that's your way to control them and protect yourself from being portrayed, you're actually going to call more of that in because you're creating a scenario with where no open-hearted woman is going to want to be. She is going to seek you out for your money and your protection and your shelter. And she is going to realize you do not see her. You cannot hold her. And so she's going to be in that relationship and she is going to want to look elsewhere. And you're going to manifest this betrayal in your relationship over and over and again. And it's going to strengthen your misogyny because your misogyny is going to call in these women and it's going to be the same thing that is going to drive them away and drive them to cheat and it's going to strengthen your misogyny and it's going to be this endless, endless cycle. You break the cycle by feeling your fear and feeling your pain and acknowledging it and moving through it and healing it. 
until you do that, it will rule you and your fear of betrayal is going to continue controlling your life. I really feel this with a lot of people in the red pill community and even in Andrew Tate and some of the stuff that he says. I'll go as far to say 90% of the stuff that he says, I'll agree with. 5% is kind of like, eh, I'll kind of agree with it, but it feels like it's coming from a strong place of ego and, and hurt and unfelt pain. And 5% just feels ridiculous and coming from a place of deep, deep unfelt pain that is very unconscious and harmful for the world and harmful for young men to hear. And essentially, a shadow side that comes out because there are things that he hasn't faced in his own psyche. Andrew Tate is a powerful man. And if he decided to open his heart and pursue the world that way, it would increase his power exponentially. And I see that with a lot of young men is, is they're looking for power in these ways. But they don't realize if they aligned to their heart and opened and pursued that path of healing, they would just become immensely more powerful. The last thing that I want to touch on is at the beginning of the podcast, I talked about how feminism might have gone too far in some ways. And one thing I want to speak on in regard to that is that polarity is real. Polarity is a real thing. Sex is 1,000 times better when you increase the polarity. However, you can decide to create polarity with anyone and have this sex with women from any walk of life and just create that, that polarity. And you can have really awesome sex. However, when you create polarity in a way that the woman you open her heart and she wants to surrender, that takes you to a whole nother level. I've been having sex with women for weeks and then something unlocks and then they surrender more deeply and then it takes us to a whole nother level. But what that has to do with is my ability to make her feel safe and make her want to open to me. And then it allows us to go some places that are unfamiliar and deeper than anywhere we've gone before. But you need to open her heart and she has to feel that trust for you. And so I see this in with the Red Pill Society as well, that that fear-driven, wanting to control, wanting to keep your woman small and keep her in a place where you you own her and you know make her feel smaller than you. She will not be able to fully open to her true power and your sex life is actually not going to reach, be able to reach the potential that it can reach. You, I'll say it again, you want your woman to respect you and to love you. You don't want her to fear you. This is not going to make your relationship as good as it could be. It might protect you from your little boy wounds that you don't want to feel the potential of her power because it scares you and it makes you fear that she might betray you. But you're also not going to be able to expand to the full potential 
unless you're seeing her as a god and she's seeing you as a god. I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. I had a really good time fleshing out some of these thoughts. I've been ruminating on a lot of these for a couple of months now, and it felt really good to speak them out and clear my mind about what do I actually believe? What am I actually seeing in the world? And as always, you know, this is my story. This is what I'm seeing. This is coming from my perspective. I really hope it resonates with you. And if it doesn't, you know, I'd love to hear why too. You could reach me on realize.today at, on Instagram. And yeah, I love, uh, I love hearing what you guys think. And subscribe to my newsletter, which is in my link in bio, or you could go to realizetoday.co. And I send them out every Tuesday morning. My podcast will be post every Friday. Yeah, hope y'all have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your week, rest of your day. Whenever you're listening to this, crush the day. Know that you are incredible. You're doing a good job and be present today. Be present with whatever your experience is. Much love. Peace.